0: Hi, everyone. I'm Becky Parker-Geist. I'm the CEO of Pro Audio Voices, and I want to thank you for joining me today. We're going to focus today on repurposing your content. We're mostly talking about audio content, but there are a lot of different ways to incorporate audio content with other kinds of content marketing. And since my focus is on audiobooks and podcasting, you'll see that our episode today is actually focused in that realm. So, let's take a look at some of the crossover and planning that can happen when you're thinking about your marketing before you even get into the production part. I mention it now as a pre-production piece because it is most efficient ...to do it in pre-production, this kind of planning. However, that doesn't exclude it from being possible to do after the fact. So if you already have your audiobook produced, it's not too late to still take this kind of approach. The difference is that when we think in advance about which audio clips... ...or which sections of the book that we're narrating that we may want to use in our marketing... We can identify those early on, and either we or the engineers that we're working with can prepare those audio clips more easily in the course of audiobook production. Let's dive in. First of all, I want to say that when we repurpose our content, in other words, we take the content that we've already created and we put it out into the world in different ways that can be as simple as print, ebook, and audiobook. It can also expand into video. It can expand into workshops. There are so many different ways to share what we know. In this particular episode, we're going to focus on nonfiction. I'll also do an episode that's focused on fiction because there are some different things, obviously, that would affect the way in which we approach this process. So today we'll talk about nonfiction. Now, when we take this same content and we put it out into the world in all these different ways that are possible, there are a couple ways to think about that. One is that you are better able to monetize your content because you are making it more available in different ways. And there are different avenues that lend themselves to monetization and some that don't that really need to function more as marketing than as sales. Just a quick example of that is podcasting. Most people do not charge to have you listen to their podcast because they are not trying to monetize that in that way from a customer perspective. When you're podcasting, you may be trying to build an audience that is then going to be attractive to a sponsor or you may want to sell advertising on your podcast. But typically, customers, consumers are not paying just to listen to your podcast. That's just an example. I want to come back now to another way of thinking about the repurposing of content, and that is deepening lessons. When we are trying to learn something new, when we're approaching a new subject or deepening our understanding of a subject, one of the best things that we can do is to get more deeply immersed in it. And what that means is that having that content or consuming that content in different kinds of ways will help us to learn it more deeply, more fully, to help us integrate it more completely. It also when we have different ways of consuming it, for example, video versus audio, we're learning using different methods. Our way that we're taking in the information is different in itself. So that's just a very slight differentiation from what I just described. Again, you were thinking about the repurposing of content in two ways one is about getting it out into the world in the biggest way possible, and the other is about deepening the lessons that you're providing through your content. Now, let's assume that you have a book, that that is your starting place or what you're thinking of as your starting place. That book, then putting that into ebook, but also to audiobook, now we have a print text, we have a digital text, and we have digital audio. That digital audio can be used in many different ways. For example, you could use it as part of a podcasting series. There are many different ways to use existing audio, such as uh, clips from your audiobook, as incorporated as part of a podcast. And I do have a full episode that's specifically about that topic. So I'm not going to go too deeply into that. But you can take sections of your existing audiobook content and use it as a part of a podcast. But even if you don't use existing audio, using a podcast to connect with your audiobook is valuable. Here are some ways that you can do that. If you're having a podcast on your particular expertise topic, which is logical, of course, you would be doing that, then you can give mention, you can let people know as a part of your tagline, as a part of your outro, or just in the course of the episode, any particular episode, you can mention that you have this material also available for listeners in an audiobook, in print, and ebook. Let's assume for the moment that that's all you have. Okay. Now, let's take a look at another way you can use audio from your audiobook. If you blog from your website, you can add audio clips into your blog posts. One way, and as some people will podcast through their websites, and use their website as a kind of host for the podcast. I'm not talking about that. I'm really just talking about you can add audio clips. So let's say you're talking about the topic from a particular chapter, you're diving into a particular concept that you bring up in your book and your audiobook. And in your blog post, you're expounding on that. What a great opportunity to then take a clip of the audiobook and add it to that blog post. You'll also then, of course, want to create, make available, a link so that people know where to get the rest of the audiobook because at once they've heard part of it, they may want the rest. Okay, now let's say we've got the book, ebook, audiobook, podcast, and a blog where you can add audio. What else can you do? Well, on your website, you can certainly link to any number and should link to all of those. But another thing that often will happen on your website, and especially for nonfiction authors, is you may have a lead magnet. Lead magnet being something you give away for free that's easily downloadable and will give your website visitors a way to start to get to know you. You want it to be something valuable, something that they will recognize that you've put a lot of yourself and your expertise and your knowledge into and that you're willing to share that to help them. That's the kind of lead magnet that will become valuable and valued. Okay, so you can use audio as a part of or as the entire lead magnet. Let's say, for example, you have a particularly valuable chapter or a a chapter in your book where it's easy to digest as a unit, and maybe it's filled with calls to action so that it will provide a kind of starting place for your listeners. That could be a great lead magnet. It's an existing, downloadable product that you can give away without having to give any delivery time and energy to. It can be automated. Okay, now let's look at yet another way that you can use your audio. And this is specifically helpful. I'll put it that way. It's most helpful if you are able to do this in advance or know that you're going to do it in advance of your audiobook recording, especially if you are the narrator for your own book. Okay, with all of that, now I'm going to say you can create video content that is just a portion of your audiobook. What that might look like when you're actually doing the recording. First of all, you're going to want to have identified which segment you're going to treat as a video. Something, again, that will let people recognize the great value and expertise and knowledge that you have and are willing to share. So, if you have identified that place, then when you're recording, you could also do just what I'm doing right now which is to run a Zoom call, just yourself. You don't have to invite anyone to it. You record your Zoom call so that you're capturing that video and you can then share that on YouTube, on your website, and various other places. Whether or not you do it during production, this kind of video clip that's specific to your audio can be really helpful. Now, let's imagine that you have a professional narrator and you'd like to still do this kind of approach. You could read a section of your own book, even though it's narrated by somebody else. You could still do that. You would want to let people know that it's different from the narrator. Another way to approach it, and a way that I think would be more effective so there's not that disconnect, and that is to include a clip of the audiobook with the professional narrator, but then comment on it, expound on it more. Let it be a starting point or let it be a focal point for a talk on video. Now I want to come back. Let's say you've got a video. You could do several just like this. On different points, you could also, for example, if you're blogging, you might want to read or relate to your blog posts. Let your blog posts include clips from the audiobook with those links. Now you've got video connecting to your blog post, which should be on your website, and then that is in turn connected to your audiobook. Hopefully you're starting to see where we're headed with this. We're going to take a short break and come right back with the next part. Here at Pro Audio Voices, we love working with authors who have a big goal in mind. They really want to reach out to their audience around the world. We're here to help make that happen. It starts with our pre-production process where we're evaluating and determining what elements of the audiobook we can leverage to both create an excellent listener experience for your listeners, as well as drawing them to your website to engage with you further. It continues on through the production process, making decisions that will enhance and support your big goals, as well as creating a great listener experience. But we don't stop there. Once the audiobook is live, we move on to helping you market your audiobook with the Audiobook Marketing Program. Come check us out at ProAudioVoices.com. To schedule a call to talk about your audiobook project, click on Get Started. Okay, let's talk a little bit now about videos and how you can use video in relation to your audiobook. We did talk about how you can do a video that is related to your blog post, include in your blog post a clip from your audiobook. You can do this multiple times. This is a great way to be active on the YouTube platform with your content and also continue to promote both your blog and your audiobook. If you're also podcasting, you want to wrap that in as well. Again, here the idea is that we're connecting those dots for our followers, for our listeners. We're helping them to learn the lessons more deeply and to experience the content that you're providing in multiple ways. On YouTube, it's really helpful to have several videos and to link them in a playlist. One of those videos, you're going to want to have on your website, at least one. And then when people go watch it on YouTube, if they do leave the site to to watch it specifically on YouTube, then they'll more easily see that playlist. I do believe that also when you have it embedded, it will also take you through the list of videos. Now, that is a lot of pieces. I want to just also keep in mind, keep in your mind that your website is central to this entire process. You always want to have links out from your website and allow your website to be the main place where people go to learn more about the many ways they can consume your content. So on your website, you want links, of course, to your book, your ebook, your audiobook, links to your podcast, links to your YouTube channel, and your blog, obviously, should be on your podcast, links to your social media. Now, here's another piece that we haven't talked about that much yet. You can create either short audio posts or what we call audiograms, which are basically mini single image videos with clips from your audiobook, Or they could be some other audio content that you choose. If you had a book with lots of humorous quips, you might want to include one of those and you could just read it if you, even if you didn't have the audio content already recorded. So using your audio, using your book cover image, creating these little audiograms, And posting these on social media, this is another way leveraging your audio in your marketing plan. Let's talk about another way to bring more of your content into the picture. When I say more of your content, this is going to vary more per person than just working from somebody who has a book only if, as a nonfiction author, you have a larger platform, meaning you have perhaps some kind of coaching services or training series or classes that you offer, or you're a presenter, a speaker, and you like to go out and do presentations, whether they're on you know, Zoom or some other conferencing kind of platform, or whether they're in person— all of these kinds of things, or maybe you have uh, other kinds of services. They could be editing books. They could be, I don't know, just about anything. And But if it's related to your book content, you have an opportunity. Keep in mind that whatever, in terms of your investment in your project, the budget for your overall project, any sale... Whether it's a service or a product, any sale that has come to the that has been initiated, we'll say, that somebody has learned about you through your audiobook or your print book, whichever way they've found out about you, that shows that you have effectively leveraged that content in order to bring them to that sale. Many times, especially for nonfiction authors. The actual best return on investment may not necessarily be directly on audiobook sales. It may be that you sell a fewer number of audiobooks, but meanwhile, you're selling coaching programs that more than cover the cost of the audiobook itself. There, it's a, an investment very well made. So this is where we're looking at that big picture. What's happening in your big picture? What are your biggest goals? And that should drive these kinds of decisions. Again, I want to just remind you that connecting of the dots and the use of your website as that central place is really critical. To wrap up what we've talked about in terms of repurposing content, we're doing that for two main reasons. One is to get your content out into the world in the biggest way possible and also to expand on potential monetization options. And the second is to help your listeners, your followers, learn the content that you are offering in a deeper way. We also touched on some of the many ways that we can Get our word out there, get our messaging out there into the world through our books, ebooks, audiobooks, through podcasting, through a blog, blog with audio, through videos, through social media posting, through lead magnets. There are so many ways that we can expand our reach and help our followers to find us because we'll be in more places, on more platforms, and available in whatever way they want to find us. And we'll have a greater reach as a result. Thank you so much for joining me today. On our next episode, or one soon, we'll cover the same kind of content, but we'll be talking about fiction and what are some options for those fiction authors out there. Again, thanks for joining us. And please reach out to us at ProAudioVoices.com. We love hearing from you. We love hearing what your questions are so that we can address them. Thanks again. Hope you'll be with us again soon. Thanks for joining us for Audiobook Connection, behind the scenes with the creative teams. Please take a moment to subscribe at AudiobookConnection.com.